not a test. This is your emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge sanctioned by the U.S. government. Weapons of class 4 and lower have been authorized for use during the purge. All other weapons are restricted. Government officials of ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the purge and shall not be harmed. Commencing at the siren, any and all crime, including murder, will be legal for 12 continuous hours. Police, fire, and emergency medical services will be unavailable until tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. when the purge concludes. Blessed be our new founding fathers and America, a nation reborn. May God be with you all. Welcome to Horror Hidden Podcast. I'm Dylan. I'm Sierra. I'm Erica. And today we are covering the first two installments in the Purge franchise. So, enjoy the episode and enjoy the 4th of July if you are from America. Where we don't actually purge. Sadly. You don't purge? (laughs) Well, not legally. (laughs) Alright, so The Purge was written and directed by James DeMonico. It was released in 2013. It stars Ethan Hawke as James Swanden, a guy who owns a big house with some barricades. And he sells security systems for a living. (laughs) So the premise for these movies as a franchise is uh, the first one takes place in 2022, and there's this new system where people can purge to... It's supposed to help with crime control. Yeah. There's a new founding fathers, and what they want you to do is take one night to get out all of your aggressions and cleanse your souls. Yeah. That, I think that's an exact quote. And release, <laughs> and I quote, release your inner beast. Every time they said release the beast, I thought of um, role models. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Unleash the beast. But, so it, it kind of made me uh They say laugh this every time, time they say in, it, yeah. in every movie, too. But, um, yeah, so pretty much for one night a year, from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m., um, all crime is legal, including murder. On March 21st, which is also the spring solstice, I believe. Yeah, that was done on purpose. Because the spring solstice represents rebirth. Which is what this was like symbol. I don't fucking know. But, so, uh, this first movie, it takes place pretty much, it, it's pretty much like a home invasion movie. Um, it, it takes place during the night of the purge. And Ethan Hawke's family has this big security thing that keeps them safe. And their son, who's a little piece of shit, opens the door and, and lets somebody in. He's also Max from Parenthood. Yes. <laughs> and uh, so this group of... I didn't know you could be so emo at such a young age. Do you see that kid? He's total goth. A fucking kid. <laughs> um, I just thrown him out the door. I know, right? <laughs> just so fucking locked him behind him and be like, yeah, take him and this dude, bye. What pissed me off about it was he fucked them over by letting this guy in. And then, that me being really loud? Yes. Sorry about that. <laughs> You're good. That's good. He fucked them over by letting this guy in, and then 
they finally, like, they have the guy tied up, and they fuck, he fucks them over again, because he's like, you're really gonna go through with this? You're really gonna let this guy outside? And then his whole family is like, I can't believe you're doing this, look what we became. And then I'm like, dude, you're gonna fucking die. <laughs> but so, what, what, what bugs me about it, though, is the argument that they have, and this is jumping to the end of the movie, but we'll go back, but um, the argument that the family has, I gotta shut this, because the song is just making it fucking hot in here. What sun? I don't know. It's fucking hot in here, though. Dylan's lost his mind. No, that's you working yourself up over the perk <laughs> right now. That's what that is. So, um, all right. So the whole argument that the family gives uh, James Swanden's character, or James Swanden, is like, if we put him out there, we're just as bad as them. We can't do this. So their answer to that is to kill, like, 50 people that are breaking into the house as opposed to letting this one dude die. <laughs> Maybe they look at that as not not as purging, but as self-defense. But like, you axe somebody! Oh, right in the back. That bitch yeah. deserved it. <laughs> so, oh, and then he smashed someone's face into the arcade game. That's why I hate rich people, because they have arcade machines in their fucking basement. Fuck you guys. I would be the house getting broken into because I was poor. Yes. Anybody we definitely would- <laughs> did try to purchase that fucking game off of eBay. Time Crisis 3. If you don't have Time Crisis... If you have never played Time <coughs> Crisis 3, stop listening to this podcast. I said it. So now, with I feel like with discussing the Purge movies, you have to discuss the hypothetical question. If the Purge was real, what are you doing on Purge now? I'm a little bitch. I'd be hiding behind a barricade. Oh, no, fuck. I couldn't afford a barricade. Um... You go find your rich friend's house. I, I probably wouldn't kill anybody. I don't. I've never felt the need to fucking kill somebody, and I've never broken the law. I think the worst so, I get is like, "You're an asshole, cop." I made a joke at the end that of the second mean. one because uh, they're like speeding to the hospital, and I was like, "What if they got pulled over?" And the cops just like, "Speeding's not legal anymore. The purge is <laughs> over." <laughs> no, I. I don't know. I'd probably like, if I were to commit some sort of crime, it'd probably be like theft. I'd rob a bank. I I know. I already decided that I'm going to go around and rob a shit ton of grocery stores. Small amounts of money, but a lot of them. Because banks are going to be like super duper barricaded and like secured. Where grocery stores are probably not going to be. You've thought about this slightly more than I think the average person. We had a pretty deep conversation and then I said like, you know, like maybe if I knew people who worked at the grocery store, I'd steal their keys into the safe. You know who scares me? Kyle. Kyle, Kyle day, had, like, a legit plan, yeah, though, I know. Kyle, the one day, was just like, Dylan, if the purge was real, and Kyle's Erica's husband, for anybody listening, uh, please don't tell me <laughs> He's like, Dylan, if the purge was real. Kyle's actually Donnie Bravo, for anybody <laughs> Pretty listening. much, yeah. Like, Kyle. Or, no, he's like, Dylan, if the purge was real, who would you kill? And I'm like, I don't know, I would probably wouldn't kill anybody. And he's like, why well, not a list? <laughs> uh-huh. It's longer than five. And people. I was a little concerned at that point. I did... I did ask if I was on the list. The Watch out, one. Kyle's work crew. <laughs> He's coming for you. But, um... Okay, yeah, I'm not... curious who's on that list. Oh, yeah, I don't... It, I, it, I don't believe it was you. It no, you weren't. Feel any better. We were all safe. Um, I'd win that fight anyway. <laughs> yeah, you would. But, <laughs> I don't know. I think that the Purge, mm, as an idea in a movie, is is... It's an interesting concept. I think that it's so far-fetched because... Nobody would agree to that. Nobody would be like, yeah, you're right. Let's just kill people one night a year. It's cool. What bugs me about this series is I feel like it started out be as an interesting concept. 
and it's Wait, kind like of it was evolved. a statement, a political statement. I feel like that was their whole point was that they continuously made political statements in the first two. Well, it's, it evolved, like mm-hmm. the third one, election year, and then this next one, the first purge, which I'm not going to get into political debates, but the way they're kind of marketing it, like the poster for it was like the red Trump hat that said like the first purge and stuff. And I'm like, why? I hate when movies try to make political. It doesn't theories. line up anyway. And, but actually, well, it would. Yeah. Because- Holy fuck. It lines up because the first purge was 20. 20- Right? And he was 2016? 2016, yeah. 17, 18, 19, 20, 20. Nope. Doesn't line up perfectly. Well, regardless, I doubt they're going to be like, oh, Trump started the purge. But it, it just bugs me because you do get those people that are like, oh, we're on our way to a purge. Why don't we just start doing the purge? Because that's where we're going. And like, Nobody would do like, it. You sound like an idiot. Nobody, no, no one with a conscious mind and a level head would agree that a purge is a good idea. I don't of know. any crime, I don't think. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I could see it. I really could. Yeah, but just like think like, okay, even the thing that keeps me from not killing people isn't the fact that it's a law. The thing that keeps me from not killing people is the fact that it is not right and I would have guilt. I would like that to is see. the issue. There are certain people where I'm pretty sure it's just the fact that I don't want to do 25 to life. <laughs> I'm just but, throwing that out there. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's just and it premeditated his life and possible death penalty. <laughs> so yeah, and it would be premeditated. So I'm gonna say yeah, it's more or less it's a, it's a law thing. There are some pieces of shit out there that I think that I would not feel an See, ounce of guilt. See, if I did off. celebrate the purge in the hypothetical situation, I would be the Dexter of the purge where I kill the people purging. Exactly. No, I would just like I'd get a list of like. Pedophiles. Fucking pedophiles, and I think I would just go door to door and fucking slaughter motherfuckers. The purge. Pedophile edition. That's an oh, one. to catch a predator. The purge. purge. The to purge. purge a predator. To purge yeah. a predator. Yeah. We this went is there. going down. <laughs> um, Whatever happens, that's what we're going to do. We're going to get a big truck just like, uh, what's his name had? Big Daddy. Big Daddy. We're going to be just <laughs> like the, Big the, Daddy. Yeah, it's the purge vehicle for the pedos. I would. I would just go door to door and I'd just fucking like, I'd burn their house down. I think. Um, Especially if they had like good old barricades on the outside. All you need is like it's one kind of, Molotov cocktail on the inside. I feel like that's you what I'd do. You got yourself a fucking brazen bull. I feel like that's what I would do is I would test security systems. Like I'd be like. See if I could get into somebody's house, and if I got into their house, just leave. Give them a high five. Yeah. I just wanted to see I how good the thing was. Um, you I, might want to make you might want to make that security system better next year, guys. It just like I'm like look at me. I'm a harmless little scrawny boy. You're not a boy. I was I was talking as you. That just, was my you scared me. Thing. I was scared. I was worried. I'm Did lady. you assume? <laughs> but um. The, if I was a boy, you could sell me for a lot of fucking money right now. The thing that bugs me about these these series, she's back to selling people. Again. I'm saying like pre- the pregnant boy thing would be a huge. I'm just picturing Kyle. Sell me to science, please. I need the money. Um the the thing that bugs me with this movie, <coughs> and it's really any of those movies that try to make like a a statement. If you make a like, if you can make a movie and make a good movie that makes like a political statement or a social statement or anything along those lines then kudos to you but i feel like the way hollywood works or like these film companies work is like you can make a not great a total piece of shit movie and be like yeah i'm proving a point in it though and it becomes like award-winning yeah maybe i don't know i don't watch enough modern movies (laughs) 
to, to be aware of that. But um, with this movie, I think that um, the whole point of it is that the government's putting it out there that the purge is to uh, get out your aggression for one night a year so that to lower the crime rates. But the reality behind it is to thin out the population and bring down pretty much the poor. Yeah, well, and that's it, like it, the explored. hidden agenda in it. And you, you learn. It's, it's definitely mentioned, brought up. It's definitely brought up in the first one. Yeah, it's mentioned on the TV. Which is obvious because um, the people purging in the first one are rich, like, col- I'm going to say they're probably college students. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I, this is off subject. But the dude at the pharmacy where I get all of my medicine looks just like the guy from The Purge. I pointed it out to you that one day we With went the to the like, Yes. I said to Cyril And he's night. so nice, but every time he comes up to the window, it doesn't matter how many do times hear, I see him, I'm always like... Do you him calling you a swine? I always look over and I'm like, it's the dude from The Purge. But, um, Sarah, I said to Sarah before, like when we first put the movie on last night. You want to play the Joker? Yeah. He is my choice to play the Joker. But, Number um, one choice to play the Joker. He made it a very good. big point that he was not interested in killing people that were high class like him. He wanted to kill the poor swine, the filthy poor people. Like those are like words he used. Um, so his like, fuck you, dude. First off, fucking work for once in your life to try and provide for your family, and then come talk to me because you're the fucking filthy swine thinking like that. Anyway, it does make it very obvious. Um, more, a lot more. I think it goes a lot more into it in the second one because you start getting the government involved in the purge in ways. Um, but with the first one, it's like very obvious that the rich are hunting the poor. Yeah. So. Well, it, it's shown like the trucks that they have in the second one are the government trucks that are like yeah. taking people down. Yeah, but we're not talking about the second one yet. No. I'm trying not to get too far into it. <laughs> I think we could easily talk about them as a whole though, because yeah, I like, think there's a lot of back and forth with well, them. Well, that's the thing, and I, and I think that it's a good <clears throat> comparison because it is, um, it's can different we, can perspectives. We just that? Can we just like talk like merge them I'm fine a little with bit? That. Yeah, okay. it's just two different I perspectives. Do wanna say, I do want to say like in specific for the first one. Uh, this is straight off of IMDb, but um, because I, I personally have always well, not, I sh- I can't really I guess always, but these movies aren't that old. But I I like I think the second one is a lot better than the first one. Yeah, and uh, the reason being so. And I had said this when we watched, because we watched the first one last night and the second one today. Um, the first movie, I feel like I would have liked it more as a short film, because I feel like... There was a lot that had to be added into it to make, to make it, it a feature length. And I think a, a big part of that was the fact that it all took place in one house. Yeah. And, like, for example, there were parts of the movie where you know that everybody's safe, but then they're just like, oh my god, where's my son? Where's my daughter? Everybody's and then they're the running house. around the house. Yeah, like, there's no... There's no... There's <coughs> none of the people from outside are in the house. They had the the homeless guy who was in their house tied up, and he's just like, oh my god, where's my son? And then they're running around for, like, five minutes looking for the son. I'm like, what the fuck does it matter? It's just He's, so, he's yeah. safe in the house. Like, there's a lot yeah. to, to stretch out the time. But, I, I mean, it, I do like the first movie, um... But I, I do prefer the second one. And this was something that I found when I was looking into it on IMDb. It says, Director James DeMonico was asked why the film began with footage from multiple purges taking place outdoors, yet he opted for all the purging to occur inside one family's home. He responded, we only had 19 days to shoot the film and $2.7 million to work with. 
if we ever got the chance to do a second one, he vowed that it would be more like Escape from New York. Which, $2.7 million sounds like a lot of money, but when you're like shutting down city streets and stuff to film a movie, like it's that not. budget's gonna rack up. So um, I can see why. I don't think that this movie probably took $2.7 million to make. Maybe like just from sets or That house you could build for $2.7 million, I'm sure. Um, yeah, probably paying Ethan Hawke, <laughs> I would say that's probably the, you know, like a good third of that budget. Um, I used to see him in Woodstock all the time. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you always see famous people there. Him, because he was married to Uma Thurman for a while, and they, there's like a little oh, toy yeah, store. Oh yeah, we used to um, deliver pizza to them. Yeah, there's a little toy store up there, and they always had the kids in the toy store. That's cool. Um, with the second one, I think that the second one does a, a better job of showing what the whole social point was of the films, I think. Um, you see like a lot of different um, people with different reasonings for doing what they're doing. So the way that uh, it opens up is that there's a couple that's like having issues and they're trying to get into their car and it's like this like gang of like young adults kind of like targets them at that point, fucks up their car and like is the whole night is finding them and you're thinking that they're trying to purge but what you find out is that um, they're not they are collecting people for to make money and selling them off to the rich. Um, so I think that it shows uh, it shows what the rich how the rich treat or treat the purge by they're going to be in a safe area. They're not going to go and find their own people to kill. They're going to make themselves more powerful. Not there's not going to be a fighting chance. Then there's people that feel like they've been mm, treated unfairly during their life. And they are going to take that out on every person who's ever not given them the attention they wanted or the love that they wanted, which is the man who came into the woman's apartment. Um, there are the government people that are trying to, there's not enough people purging essentially, so they are uh, supplementing is what he said. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're going out and purging to bring the numbers down because they're not, they're not enough people aren't dying every year. Um, and then there is... I feel like it would help so much with population control, though. And then there is the, there. the main character who is purging because for revenge. His son was killed, and he felt that he wanted to, you know... The man deserved... Justice, and he yeah, wasn't Yeah, he wanted justice, it. and he wasn't given it. Um, his son was killed by a drunk driver, and the guy got off with nothing. Here's the biggest problem so. with the first movie. The family in the movie was so unlikable and annoying, and I don't know if that was just I like the mom, but yeah, everybody else. They were so unlikable and annoying. I think it was just because I really liked her hair. Like, I liked how dark her hair was. The leader of the, uh, I think they're referred to as the freaks when, like, talking about the movies. Um, The leader, the guy we're talking about who I said should play the Joker, was my favorite part of the movie. So I was kind of rooting for him the whole time. <laughs> yeah, they were they were really obnoxious. Like I, but the second I think one, they could have done better with them as far as like making them likable. I think it would have helped a lot with making that more of a solid movie. Yeah, it, it's not that it's not. It's a great movie, and I think for like a starter into the franchise that it became, it's very it's very mm-hmm. well. The likeable, first one, the first one, I'd said that the budget was two point seven million. It raised a total of eighty nine point three million. They should have gotten a higher budget, huh? <laughs> and uh, it was the lowest, hold on, the lowest budgeted movie to finish first in the box office since 1988. Um, I think... Which is why they made so many sequels. I think that the, it was 
I think that it was there was a point to making the family not very likable, and I think the reasoning being is that what he was saying uh, before the right after they locked down, he was looking at boats on his phone, and he looked at his wife. He said, 10 years ago, we couldn't pay rent, and here we are today looking to buy a yacht." Like I think, and you could tell that through the whole thing, every time the father talked to the kids about something, it was almost like they were in th family therapy, the you way that he spoke that, yeah. to his children. But um, uh, like, how was your day today? What did you do? Did you enjoy it? And the daughter oh, even know, says, like, I'm sick like, of this. She's like, I'm sick of this. Yeah. I'm not doing this, you know? Um, and uh, it made it seem like at one point they were a truly happy family and dad working more and more and more and more is taking away from that is how it seems because the whole time the wife never feels comfortable with his answers to the kids questions when they ask why don't we why don't you purge and he said well i mean if i felt the need to i would she looked very uncomfortable by that she didn't like that answer and when the kids freaked out when the daughter freaked out at dinner and was like i'm not doing this fake shit anymore the wife again looked very uncomfortable with the whole situation it was like almost like she didn't agree with what was going on but she couldn't stand up for herself or she was she was uncomfortable with standing up for herself for whatever reason and it's like at some point I think that there was a change in the family dynamic from 10 years prior to that date and I think that that was the whole point of showing the family unlikable I think that at one point they were probably a very normal family but I think that money and greed well I don't think it went into it but I'm wondering if maybe he had originally started out as like maybe just like a small like you're like I don't know one of those uh like door-to-door -door, like security system guys you know what I yeah. mean and then as like the purge took place he saw an opportunity to make money and he mm -hmm. was like I'm gonna bank on this mm -hmm. and you know so he he just well, maybe invested a lot and and you could tell too that like nobody was was excited about it because he'd even he had made the announcement oh I, I did it guys I sold the most security systems out of anybody in the region and they were like oh Cool, man. Yeah, so <laughs> I wonder if maybe, like, it just started, like... And I think that it went to his head, where I'm doing so good, I'm providing, I'm awesome. Yeah, and, then and he just kind of, like, got consumed the, and with And the, the, the family, I think, went the opposite way, where you're you're gone, you're not around, you're not part of the family. And you're also feeding into... The purge, yeah. which they didn't agree with, which the son was terrified of. Mm. The mother, you could tell, every time it came up, she was very uncomfortable, and the daughter was scared. I mean, I could see probably some resentment to that, too, because the family was obviously very against the purge, and the dad was very supportive of it, mainly because, because he made money. That's well, how exactly. he made money. Off of it. yeah. If exactly. it wasn't for the purge, he wouldn't be selling his high-tech security systems, but, I mean, which you could he tell... even admitted in the movie, they do not work. They are more to look strong to scare people off. Well, obviously, they didn't work because the, <laughs> the people got in. Yeah, but like he said that though, like when she when they said that they were coming in regardless, she's like, these are gonna hold up, right? These are like grade A top security mm -hmm. systems, and he says, honestly, they're more just to look strong and scare scare you away. So he'd have got his ass beat for that one. Yeah, I would have been like, and you put the shit on my house. He'd have been thrown. Go sell for the neighbors. I don't give a fuck. Don't put it on my house. Him <laughs> and the bomb right out the door in the sun. I don't know. The bum saved him in the end. At the end of the day, the homeless guy. Yeah, but they wouldn't have had to worry about Dylan that if they would have just gotten out, out the door in the first place. Dylan pointed out that he returned in the second one. Yeah. Which I didn't know. Yeah, he was the he was part of the team that like was anti purge that broke in and saved them. Saved them at yeah. the end. Um, 
Those I honestly, I didn't too much in that movie. I didn't recognize. Yeah, him. that was a little overkill. <laughs> I didn't recognize him. I, I read it online, and then when we watched it today, you I recognized because right I knew yeah. I knew to look for him. But um, the uh, the idea for the movie came from a drunk driver who swerved in front of James DeMonico and his wife when they were driving, and um, I guess he like had this like huge like road rage thing like we could have fucking died and his wife made a comment like man if only murder was legal for one night a year or something like that and he said that after admitting that he felt bad because she's usually like very sweet it's yeah like so it kind of made her look bad but um wow all i have to say is look at the ingredients it's beautiful to see that that's it. Just purified water. Yo, I saw a video today. Dasani water. Put, put salt, salt in the water. And Epsom salt so that it dries your mouth out. So that so you, that you more Yeah, thirsty. so your mouth is more dry than when you started. You dehydrate. That's, that's tricky. But I don't drink Dasani. I'm drinking Market Pantry's purified drinking water somebody by was, Target. Somebody was telling us uh, that Aquafina is actually RO water. Really? Mm-hmm. Is it most water oils though, technically? Cause Not really, because they have additives in them. Mm, yeah, like electrolytes and shit. This um, is purified. No electrolytes. So, the first one, uh, the family, the son lets somebody in the house. Uh, the freaks come. They demand that the guy gets Turn him over. Or else he's going to come in and kill the family. The family decides to fight back against these guys. And they do a pretty decent job, I think. And then uh, Ethan Hawke does. They end up almost dying, and their neighbors... Ethan Hawke does. Did he end up dying? Yeah, he died. I, I know that he was on the ground at the end. I didn't know if he died or not, but... The uh, the neighbors come and save them, and then say, Oh, yeah, you guys are ours. And they're like, what do you mean, ours? Yeah. Y- you know what the fuck they mean, and then the, uh, Don't ask stupid questions. The homeless guy ends up saving them at the end. Just a big... Oh, long... and then the mom... Fucking bash this bitch's face in the table because... That lady, uh, they purposely had her for that entire ending of the movie, like, from after she saved them to the end of the movie. She did not blink once. And that was done purposely to show a psychological disconnect from her character. Like, she was obviously completely fucking nuts. Yeah. It was done to make her... But you can tell that, and but the thing that I think is fucked up is that this is where the movie, I think, is very one-sided with the rich and the poor. All of the rich people are like that, isn't that? Yeah. All of the rich people do not like their. They say their creepy little chant, and they all are happy, gung ho, smiles, ear to ear, grinning. But the poor people who who are participating in the purge are angry. They're sad. They're this. They're that. They have feelings. But the rich people don't. Know if it's legal, I yeah. don't really know if I'd say all of them. I, there's definitely groups, but I mean, like Ethan Hawke's character, was, their family was obviously very well off, and they weren't participating. But there are, yeah, all, anybody else really you see that's high class, they're all fucking psychopaths. Yeah, and it's Especially like, it's, in the second one. Uh, another thing is, like, rich people evening. <laughs> Everywhere. And, like, gloves up to their, you know, uh, elbows and, and really nice pearls and crystals and their hair's always done in their makeup. Yeah, like, it's like, let's just put on powdered wigs while we're at it. And turn like, it into like 31. 31, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna... yeah. It's very similar, actually. The second one is very similar. It is very similar with like the haunting ground. But yeah, I do. I mean, I feel like there's really not too much to explore. Thirty-one did it better. (laughs) I feel like there's not too much more to explore with the first one, 
Um, do you guys want to rate the first one, and then we'll talk a little bit about the second one? Yeah, we'll go in a little detail with the second one. Uh, the first one, I think it's, I think it's a decent movie. It's definitely like not like the, the greatest thing. I also, The Purge sits on a really weird place in a horror subgenre where I don't really know what the fuck to call it. Yeah. Um. So it's like it's kind of hard to rate it in a, in a horror scale, especially when you don't know exactly where it is. I guess. Like the first one would be Home Invasion, but the second well, yeah, one isn't. It's, so it's it's very it's hard strange. to because it's hard to compare to other movies to say like. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna call this a government horror. <laughs> We're living this horror currently, right? Um, without the purge. Without factor. the purge, yeah. Without the purge, we can't get out our aggressions. We can just feel it. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's decent. I'd give it a, a five point six. You know, right in the middle there. Okay. Erica. I like this movie. I think it's so interesting. I think it's a really interesting concept. Uh, as far as the first one goes, um, if I had seen the first one just like going off of it before any of the sequels, I probably would have given it high sevens, like eight, range, heading towards eight. But um, I enjoyed the sequel so much more, and I think that it explains things so much better than the first one did that it kind of bumps the score down. Um, so for me, I think it comes in right around like a six. I think it's a really decent movie though. It's really, it's interesting. It's just an interesting concept. And I, I guess because it's kind of relatable to today, you kind of like sit back and you're like, this shit could really happen. Like I could fucking see this. I yeah. could see this in a couple of years. And then you like, you know, it, it just opens up a lot of doors for thinking. And I, I think any movie that really inspires you to to kind of like dig into to what kind of, when you, uh, I guess where I'm going with this is like, I feel like any movie where you can like really relate to it and the fact that you can see it happening and then it, it inspires you to start thinking like, you know, where are we as a society that this is not only something that we could see happening, but we could see happening in the near future. I think that's just, I think it's interesting and I think it just, it, it opens up a lot of discussion. Well, it's only four years away. So <laughs> four years guys and the purge is happening. So if we made your list, let us know. It's either going to be Trump or whoever gets elected after he's out that puts it through. So we've only got four years. Um, I yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Erica. I feel like this movie isn't really as good as the sequels, but I think it was kind of meant to be that way because James DeMonaco, who made the movie, he even said like, if we had a bigger budget, it would be a, more, a lot more like Escape from New York. And I feel like this was the movie that had to be made for him to kind of carry out that vision. So, and then carry it out and carry it out I, and I think, carry it out. <laughs> I think had he um, been given a higher budget from the start, we probably wouldn't have had this first movie. I think it would have been the first, Sorry. the second movie. Yeah, the second one would have been, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Ethan Hawke. <laughs> but I, the family wasn't, I, I, I didn't like the family, and I feel like that was a big downfall for the movie. And like I had said before, I feel like it probably would have been better as a short film because there's a lot of, filler that's just kind of thrown in to make it i mean this movie is an hour and 25 minutes which is like right where a feature length movie is so like anything less than that it probably wouldn't have been released in theaters we talked about it well no we didn't end up doing the episode but darkness falls darkness falls was like an hour and 20 minutes and they said the last 10 minutes of the movie is just the credits and they made the credits 10 minutes long specifically so that they could get a theatrical release so I feel like they just threw a lot into this movie to make it 
All I'm saying longer. is people like me would appreciate hour-long theatrical releases because I fall asleep in movie theaters. Yes. So, next time you say, I'm not going to release that to theaters because it's not an hour and a half long. Fuck you. I would appreciate one hour. I forget what it was. It was one of the, uh, It was. I think it was Winter Soldier. We saw it in theaters. We went to the midnight showing. And Sierra fell asleep. And it was like... One of the biggest, like... No, it I wasn't watched... Winter Soldier. It was fucking Green Lantern. You did fall asleep at Green Lantern, too, but you fell asleep... Do you asleep blame at... me for that one? No, that one I don't, but you did fall asleep during Winter Soldier, and it was during one of the big fights. There's, like, fucking explosions happening, and we're in the theater, so they're loud as fuck, and Sierra's just head back snoring. Kyle passed out during Assassin's Creed in 3D. Don't don't fuck with me and sleep, man. We went for three fucking day, dude. Out cold, <laughs> out cold, like snoring, like the works. Like he was. What's bad though is Kyle told me that movie was amazing. You really need to watch that movie. <laughs> we went to see Blair Witch, and they had because we went to the AMC in Middletown, and they had the reclining the recliners. Yeah, like he there was, was out, right? recliners. He leaned like he went back and he's like, well, "That was pretty cool." And five minutes into the movie, he was out. I think he ended up waking up, though, because he watched most of the movie, but... Story of my life. See, <laughs> like, that is literally, like... I think all of you were just blessed with narcolepsies here. I think that's what it is. I really do, because I've never seen people fall asleep that quick in my life. No. All right, let's talk about the second purge. Well, we kind of have. Well, yeah, but we'll go more in detail with it. Okay, go for a plot summary, homeboy. Is there any sour well, you, you, powder in here? You said the plot summary. We can kind of just... That's have, cocaine, sir. I, I will say, I'll start off, because we did talk the plot summary already. You're absolutely right. These people get saved way too much. They do. It's like... I don't know. And like Sean. I didn't like that. I didn't like either of them, actually. Sean and his wife, who were separating and like... They made up, and just as they made up, and they're like, oh, we're going to stay together. For this oh, wait, I didn't get my rating for... He got shot the fuck up! I didn't get my rating for the purge. <coughs> Dylan, what the fuck? <coughs> I'm going to agree with you guys. I'm going to give it a six, so... Five I point. said seven. You said six. I said six point... I said seven, actually. You said six. I swear to God I said seven, didn't I? No. Whatever. You said you were going to give it a seven if it wasn't for no, the I sequel. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. Sorry about that. You're welcome. So, uh, 5.9 is the average. But, um, yeah, I, I didn't really like any of these. Well, the couple I didn't like too much. I, I liked, thought the mom I liked and the, the daughter. I liked the mother and the daughter, and I liked um, the main guy. The sergeant? Yo, Frank Grillo is fucking badass in this movie. And just like I want the kid from the first one to play the Joker, I want Frank Grillo to play the Punisher. Um, I want Big Daddy. No, he's oh, he's playing Spawn. Yeah, I want, yeah, Venom. I want Big Daddy to continue Whatever. to play Big Daddy. He died. He got shot in the head. I want him to come back as a zombie in the, in the first purge. Dude, no, no he could a come prequel. Back. You're right. He could come back in the first purge, not as a zombie though. Fingers crossed, man. Maybe Nora. Big Daddy's the one who. Maybe he's the founding father. Are we gonna find out who the father found? Founding fathers. Are we gonna find out who the new founding fathers are? Maybe. What do they say? What's that little chant they say? Blessed be America, a nation reborn. I don't know. Blessed be our founding father, our new founding fathers. James DeMonaco made, oh, so he made all three of these and he wrote the first Purge, but it's being directed by someone else. See, it freaks me out that like, they always say, this is my right. It's your right to fucking kill people. I hate, I hate people. 
on to zombies. Nora definitely said to me in the car the other day, she was like, hey mom, you know what's cool about zombies without hands? And I was like, what? And she's like, they can't open up the door. <laughs> I was like, you're right. And I'm like, who the fuck told you that? And yeah. she was like, I don't know. I was thinking about it. I'm like, you're fucking weird. <laughs> That's pretty smart, actually. <laughs> fucking love her. I was like, it was like the most random thing ever. She was just like, hey, mom. I was just like, I looked at her. I was like, this Kyle. This is called like, Purge Anarchy. The second one is, yes. What's the third one again? Election year. I didn't watch that one. We did. We watched it at Erica's and you fell asleep. Yeah. Have you guys been praying for this dog? Yes. The baloney dog? I, no, it, that's ham. That's did censored. I send you this last night? Yeah, it got censored. It was censored. Somebody censored it. It's boiled ham. Yeah. I, I know. People are sharing <sighs> and thinking it's real. No, I think that the second purge... I don't know if it was better. I feel like it was... Different. Different. Um, I think... Okay, this is what I'm going to say about the purge. I think of like those big franchise movies that are oh so very popular these days you know we got paranormal activities we've got all those fucking conjuring movies saw um i'm sure there's more if i sat uh fucking sinister all these movies where they like they hit once gold and they keep going i think that this is probably yeah insidious you're thinking insidious whatever fuck it but what i'm saying is that i think the Purge did the best job of continuing the storyline multiple mm-hmm. times. Now, I still don't agree that it should continue. I'm like, I don't want to see the same movie 14 times, which I think where I think Purge that was... did a good job is that the first movie and the second movie are totally different. Um, that was my biggest complaint with Election Year was that it was pretty much the same fucking movie. Yeah. And it, see, I like the idea too that they had, like, having different people for each movie, but. Frank Grillo's character, the sergeant, comes back in the third one, and it it's he's protecting the politician, and it is essentially the same movie. He's just protecting somebody different. Where I would, as much as I loved his character in the second movie, I would. Oh have yeah, been it was a politician that was against the purge. Yeah, they were protecting because she was trying to get voted in. Yeah. Mm. As much as I liked wow. his character in Anarchy, I would have been fine if they just left it with. How it the ended. way it ended. I, I was actually, I loved his character so much that at the end of the movie where he got shot the first time I watched, I was like, no! <laughs> and it, I, I actually genuinely was fucking pissed off. I was like, how are you going to kill off the best fucking character in this, the only good character in this movie, I will say it. Because the mom and the daughter, I didn't hate them, but I they were just kind of there. I mom's friend who was fucking her sister's husband. That was, she's from, um, she's the wife, Federico's wife from Six Feet Under. Oh, I thought that she was, yep. um... I didn't think about that. I didn't even notice that. I thought she was in Jane the Virgin. She is. She's, she, yeah, yeah, okay, she's, uh, Rogelio's baby mama. She's crazy. Fucking Jane the Virgin. I can't believe you made me watch that show. I didn't make you watch it. You willingly watched it. Because you have it. You just put it on while I was home. I'm not getting into it. Ooh. It's not a good show, and I'll admit that, but it's, like, <laughs> one of those things where it's, like, once you watch it, you just gotta know what's happening. So, it's a soap opera. It's bad. This movie, I, I like it because I, I like that it expanded on what was going on during The Purge. And I it really added to the anxiety of like watching the movie because you literally just have these helpless people running through the streets. Like, anywhere they go, there's murderers. And- I think that this one, too, like because of that factor and the fact that they weren't just like trapped in a fucking house... You felt worse for the people than mm-hmm. you did in the first one. Like, I said, like Dylan had pointed out, like... It was very hard to kind of feel bad for the family in the first one. Other yeah. than, like, their own demons. And, and you know what I mean? Like, Sierra brought up. But... Is, like, I think that it's, it's even worse because they were 
they were fucked over to be stuck outside. Yeah, they weren't like, planning on being out there in front yeah, of them. Which means, like, technically, that girl, she made it out at the end. She can press charges against those guys for fucking with her car. They fucked with her car before the purge started. Yeah, so they, she could press charges because it was illegal at that point. It was 45 minutes before the purge started that they did that. Pieces of shit, man. Just wait until the purge before you start fucking with cars, man. No, it, it did. They add did to the seem anxiety. like really and nice boys though when they got in the van. I feel like it explores, like you said, it explores different things that people are doing throughout the night. It's not just oh these people are killing. You have like the sister who killed her sister for sleeping with, sleeping her, with husband. her husband, and you have the people that are kidnapping people to sell to the higher up people, and then you have the higher up people that are just like. I'm too much of a pussy to go outside and purge, so we're just going to pay for people to come here for us to kill. Which, I do like that concept. Like, 31 not that, did it better. Yeah, not that I would, but that whole concept of like people being abducted and like put in this room and they have to kind of fight to survive. Yeah. There was a movie a long fucking time ago. What 31 movie was, was it? was fucking solid. Ice-T was in it. Which one? Was, um, it, was he in the Anaconda movie? Surviving the Game. I didn't see that. Um, Gary Busey's in it. Yes! He survived the rap game. Um, a homeless man is hired as a survival guide for a group of wealthy businessmen on a hunting trip in the mountains, unaware that the killers who hunt humans for sport and that he is their new prey. I feel like there's a book I read in... Yeah. Sorry, my dad. But yeah, I do think that it's an interesting concept of the whole rich people hunting... But... I can't really say that it's unique to the first... Like, it's not the first time it was done. No. But I think it's still unique enough to be interesting. For me? Yeah. Yes! You sent me those. I know. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm a little distracted right now, guys, because I'm watching how jawbreakers are made. And it's just mesmerizing. Well, stop watching how jawbreakers are made. <sighs> okay, 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 okay. Don't... Yeah, it's a thick... Yeah, it's a thick. <laughs> <laughs> what were you really watching, Siri? Really? <laughs> Truth is out. But, I mean, I don't really have too much more to say about the Purge Anarchy either. No, I think we talked about it. I, th- I think it's, like you said, it's easy to talk about them as one movie. Yeah, because it's like a continuous thing. Uh, I think that it goes hand in hand, too, because I think that where the one is trying to show the side of being the rich family that's more protected and then this one was trying to show what it's like for the poor families that don't have that type of protection. I think that's the whole point. I think that's the whole point of the two movies was to be so opposite that you can see both sides of the spectrum. I'm talking so quietly, not on purpose. Look at that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Alright, what are you going to rate the second one? Uh... 6.3. Erica. I'm gonna give it a 6.9. Um. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably. 69 sounds good. Perverts. Why am I so quiet? So, 6.7 average for the Purge Anarchy. I think that's fair. For the second one, definitely. Yeah. So. That's going to wrap it up for our Purge episode. Like I said in the intro, if you are celebrating 4th of July, enjoy it. Don't purge. 
Yeah, no purging. Unless you're purging beers. Ooh. Whoa. <laughs> um, hit us up on social media and let us know what you would do Is if the purge was real. Is it purging when you barf a lot after yes. drinking? Right, because it's well, binge and purging. Binging and purging is when you eat a you lot. Eat a and lot then and then it's kind of it like up. so. Like if you're binging and purging alcohol, you got wasted and then you're puking. But it's okay if you puke it up. It just means you can go. It's for drinking. like it's if you're bulimia, really good at it. It's bulimia. Is binging and purging. Yeah, but, but they, and you can up. binge and, and purge alcohol. Yeah, sure. You um, if, if, <laughs> if you if you're resilient like that. If you follow us on social media, let us know what you'd be doing if the purge was real. And we promise we're not FBI agents and we're not going to monitor you or anything, but... Please don't tell us you're going to hurt somebody important <laughs> that can get you in trouble for saying that you're going to hurt. Um, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Horror Haven Podcast and on Twitter at Horror underscore Haven. And... We don't know what we're doing next on, week. Uh, on Apple Podcasts, follow us and give us a review. Do Check you know Dylan out on Grinder. Whoa! <laughs> um, yeah, He's we're, willing to travel up to 150 miles. We're um, we switched our schedule up. If you listened to our last episode, um, you you would know. I, I, we kind of gave some insight, but uh, it's probably just going to be me, Sierra, and Erica for a few weeks at least, and uh, we're just going to blow through some movies and just record really all at once. Blast. So. We will keep you posted on our Instagram and Facebook and all that on what movies we're going to be covering if you guys want to follow along. So just keep an eye out on those and have a good night. Good night. Yeah, good night.